Hey, welcome to the Science Line podcast. I'm Ethan Friedman, the multimedia editor here at Science Line. Before I go any further, a quick reminder that this podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. So please go subscribe on those platforms if you haven't already to make sure you're getting all of our great stories that'll be coming out. Also, make sure to give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps people find the show. The weather last year, ranging from the immense number of hurricanes in the Atlantic to the massive wildfires across California and Australia, kept giving us gruesome reminders of climate change. But how do the people who report that weather talk about the climate crisis? Today on our show, reporter Delgar Erdensana has a story on how our local weather people are addressing climate change. Anytime that you would turn on the TV and James Spann had his suspenders on, you were like, oh, this is, this is real. We need to get down into the storm shelter. That's my friend Casey. She's from Birmingham, Alabama, and she loves her local weatherman. I don't know how familiar you are with you know, weather in the southeast, but Alabama in particular is really prone to especially hurricanes and tornadoes. And James Spann is our local weatherman. He's uh, been on ABC for years and years and years. So just a lot of these really scary moments, you would have James Spann on in the background. You know, you're listening to him to, to know whether you should go hide in your basement yet or not. This is going to be one of these red letter days. We're just going to sit back, take a big, deep breath, and we'll get through this thing together. But again, Hamilton, take cover. Last year, the U.S. had a lot of extreme weather. As a result, we also had a lot of pretty unusual weather reports. 2020 outdoing itself once again with this year's hurricane season, breaking numerous records, including something we've only seen once before. And tonight, at least 70 fires are burning in 10 states with no end in sight. Scientists like Jennifer Francis at the Woodwell Climate Research Center, see a link between climate change and these more frequent, more intense storms and fires. The very active hurricane season and the record-breaking fire season out west are both connected to climate change very directly. The ocean temperatures out in the Atlantic were well above normal this year. When we have really warm water out there, that's one of the main factors that goes into creating a very active hurricane season. But the average American doesn't get their weather report from a scientist like Jennifer. They get the weather from someone like Andrew Friedman, who's the deputy weather editor for the Washington Post. I talked to him while he was tracking Hurricane Delta in early October. It's, it's just a lot of deja vu because it is headed for the same region in Louisiana that so many other storms have targeted, primarily Hurricane Laura. When Andrew and his colleagues at newspapers and TV stations around the country report the weather, they have to choose their words carefully. How about nine feet of storm surge and even more than that? This is not survivable, and this is why you need to evacuate when told to do so. We heard the unsurvivable language. We echoed it because we thought that the threat was justified and that we are not in a position to start prominently questioning experts at the Hurricane Center unless, you know, something goes horribly awry. And it turns out that really that storm did bring an unsurvivable storm surge. Andrew thinks meteorologists are right to use extreme language, like unsurvivable, to describe extreme weather. He also says meteorologists should talk about extreme weather events in the context of climate change. Why is this important? TV meteorologists 
have a bit of a reputation for shying away from talk about climate change and for questioning or even denying the science. My friend Casey's weatherman, James Spann, doesn't talk about climate change on the air. In 2018, he told Vice News that although he believes the climate is changing, he thinks nature plays a bigger role than humans. But times are changing. There's now a growing movement among meteorologists to explain the link between weather and climate change during their reports. My name is Bernadette Woods-Plackey, Chief Meteorologist at Climate Central. Bernadette directs a program called Climate Matters, which works with TV meteorologists to talk more about climate change. A survey they conducted this year shows that 95% of TV weathercasters do think climate change is happening. 82% think human activity is a major cause. And more than half say they've shared information about climate change on air. Most of these numbers have gone up since the last survey in 2017. In some ways, Bernadette herself is a case in point. Climate change didn't factor into my broadcasting as much as it probably should have while I was on air. This was about eight years ago. I don't think I understood the science enough to really dig into it. So why does all this matter? If a meteorologist forecasts a big storm accurately, does it make a difference whether or not they link that extreme weather to climate change? Bernadette pointed out that meteorologists are in a unique position. They're trusted messengers who can talk to people about these changes to our planet. It is pretty interesting how much of society has that connection with someone they grew up watching or that they turn on when they hear about a landfalling storm. This personal connection is something that my friend Casey knows all about. We would always have the news on listening to, you know, where's the next tornado watch? Where's the next tornado warning? When's the hurricane going to fall? My dad would always, whenever it got close enough or bad enough, he would take us down. We had like this cement room in the basement. But my mom would always go on the front porch and she loved to watch the storm. And we would all be huddled in the basement as soon as the weatherman said so. But... (laughs) just made me laugh to think about that. For Science Line, I'm Delgar Ishdinsona. And that's the show. Again, this podcast is currently available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, so go subscribe and give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Science Line is a production of NYU's Science, Health, and Environmental Reporting Program. Our theme music is by Jazzar at the Free Music Archive. And for more information about Science Line, visit us at scienceline.org or send us an email at info, I-N-F-O, at scienceline.org. See you next time.